0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as Euro 2020 moves ever closer. Scotland's players are enjoying some time at home before meeting up ahead of Monday's opener. This time next week we'll know if Stevie Clark's side have kicked off their campaign with a win or not. Elsewhere on the domestic front, Jermaine Defoe signed a new deal to stay at Rangers as a player coach. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yeah, and it's the second week in June, it's supposed to be quiet, there's not supposed Never. to be much going Going on Gordon And absolutely everything's happening As you see Jermaine Defoe is staying on Second only to Hugh Keevans As the old man of Scottish football now And we're thrilled and excited Daz is full of anticipation What will arrive first The Euros or Ange Postacoglu? Yeah it's exciting times ahead Gordon Obviously the build ups to You don't sound that excited no, Are you gripped, you gripped by Euro I'm fever? That's as excited as he gets No, no, no I'm very excited uh, I just want to build it up uh, Throughout the week And uh, looking forward to the start of the, the Euros on Friday And then our massive first game On Monday And the big talking points this week It's going to be simple What team is Steve Clark going to start the Euros with? Scotland Correct one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to get involved as we build up towards the Euros, of course, as Roger says, it's not quiet on the domestic front either. So if you've got thoughts on Jermaine Defoe's new deal at Rangers, the Celtic managerial vacancy, um, as that one rumbles on, any players that you think may or may not be with your team next season, whatever it is, get your calls in 0141951025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. On a serious note, though. Last night at this time I mean the unthinkable happened Hugh Keevan said he was Optimistic He was confident He was excited about the Euros He was praising everybody mm -hmm. There was no sign of his usual gloomy demeanour And that got me thinking Gordon If if he can get up for it That that speaks volumes for the rest of the nation Are you getting that sense that You know it's six days away And everyone's starting to, to look yeah, forward I, to it I'm looking forward to it Um Listen It's going to be very difficult Let's not get carried away But the signs that were just we're going in the right direction. We've got some real good talent in there. We're having great debates, Gordon, about, you know, Steve Clark, should he gamble on? Would it be a gamble with the younger players, i.e. the Gilmore, the, the Patterson's at full back? The options are very good. If we can just keep everybody fit through this week and gear up for a real positive, positive start, I think we'll all depend on next Monday. See if we can hit the ground running and get a good performance and a good result. It's amazing where it can take you. Come on, Roger, this is your chance, right? I know you like to paint yourself as Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Mr. Sensible, always composed, measured. Are you allowing yourself to get excited about this yet? Come on, let um, loose. Loosen your tie, undo that top oh, button. Oh, oh, listen, without doubt, you look forward to it. It's going to be The tournament's going to be great. Um, the fact that Scotland are in it is fantastic. And the fact that the middle game is against England at Wembley, you, you can't, if you can't get up for that, you're not going to enjoy any football. It's really something to look forward to. I like the look, as we've said before, of Steve Clark's squad. And we're no longer worried about, oh, you know, who are we going to pick? Who's going to play here? Any of the debates we have in the next couple of hours, you know, whether it's McGregor or Gilmer, whether it's Patterson or O'Donnell, whether it's two strikers or one with one off, Whatever team Steve Clark puts out next Monday afternoon against the Czechs, we'll be right behind it and we'll believe in it. 
Absolutely 01419511025 On the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's hear from you Whether it's to have your say on Who should play And who shouldn't play And how you see the games going Whether it's just to vent your Excitement and enthusiasm for the tournament Maybe you want to go on a trip down memory lane About tournaments from years gone by Whatever it is The floor is yours 01419511025 Let's hear from uh, A striker who You never know Had this tournament taken place at its original date Might well have Sneaked his way into the squad He's got a lot of caps Some important goals recently Stephen Naismith thinks That Billy Gilmore's Fleeting appearances Have given Stevie Clark A big decision to make The Hearts forward Is a big fan of Gilmore He says he does expect him To make an impact One way or another He'll be the one Giving the manager The biggest headache If you look over The, the squads And the setup and the, and the team selection Over the last 18 months it's, it's been fairly consistent In the big games The, the managers Maybe had a choice Of 12-14 players That have always started Billy's kind of Slowly at the start when he went down south, just waited his time and got used to the environment. But now he's he's an exceptional talent. He's somebody who has come into the international scene in such a short period of time and he's made an impact. And not only that, he's gone into the part of the pitch where we have probably got the most competition for places. And I think he will get his chance in one of these games. Um, he might need to wait and just build it over this camp, the camp that we've just played in the games. He's he's shown up very well and. Going into the competitive games He's somebody who Who's very good on the ball He's hungry to get the ball He, he wants to go forward and, and penetrate teams And for me That is a big asset of, of his But I'm sure the other boys In the middle of the park Will be trying to keep him out That's clearly one of the main themes One of the main debates Early on in this week We dealt with it a lot On last night's show I'm not necessarily expecting Two hours worth of That debate There is lots to get through But I'm keen to get your thoughts on it Gordon Because like I say That's definitely dominating The discussion early in the week Isn't it Yeah uh, I totally agree with uh, Everything Stephen Smith Says there Gordon uh, The lad has taken his time He's went down south He's a big part Of the Chelsea squad now As we've seen um, They're not frightened To throw him into Massive games He dominated against Liverpool He was absolutely brilliant That night um, Even the other night there For his short appearance You can tell the boys Just get Quality and he's going to go to the very, very top indeed. Uh, but you're up against McGregor, and let's not be kidded here. We and all, others, to be fair, I know yeah, a lot of people. I, are... But I think it will be, like, say, McTominay and everybody fit, and McGinn probably in there. I look at the probably the argument as McGregor or uh, Gilmore. Now, I've, I've backed Gilmore up there with his ability, enthusiasm, young kid, no fear. I just think that these guys grasp that opportunity. I think he would be brilliant. But I would hate to be Steve Clark because you're up against a guy, McGregor. Yes, we can put the arguments that he's played a lot of games. He looks a bit tired at times. He's not had the best season he's ever had. But don't let's not forget here, this guy is a fantastic football player. So it's a great headache to have. And listen, the fact that Gilmer's 19, forget it. England are about to throw in 17-year-old Jude Bellingham. Into their starting lineup, you would imagine that you know the fitness doubt still over Jordan Henderson's fitness. So it's a case of forget the age, forget how many games they, they've played. It's now a case of Steve Clark just deciding is Gilmer currently a better mm. bet than Callum McGregor? McTominay will play, as you said, Naz McGinn will play. There's one place there. It's either going to be McGregor or Gilmer. Right, let's do it. Let's kick off with Craig in Thornley Bank. How are you tonight, Craig? I'm very well, thanks. How are you guys? All good. Nice to speak right, to you. What are you what are you thinking then? What's on your mind with six days to go until Scotland kick off their campaign? Well, I'm one of the lucky ones who'll actually get to be there um, at all the games at Hamden Park. Um, I 
as I applied for the, the whole volunteer thing with the Euros and somehow I managed to get picked. So oh, brilliant. Really, really looking forward to it. Absolutely buzzing. I cannot wait. What does the small print say though, Craig? You're there in an official volunteering capacity. Are you allowed to go absolutely mental if Scotland score? Unfortunately not. No, I've actually just found out last night that I'm not allowed to be biased towards any team but And do you think you'll be able to stick by that? No, absolutely not. No chance. Sure we'll let him away. Even if I've a big fat six foot Croat saying yes and whatever, I mean I'm going to go right in his face and shout yes back to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it, it's, it's got a different feel to it we, Some fans will be there There'll be a small number of, of lucky fans um, It obviously is not going to have the, the numbers that we would have wanted Or we imagined And Craig's Craig's found a way Craig's volunteering And for various reasons I think it's just an exciting time all round, isn't it? Yeah, listen, it'll be a strange Euros Whether the games are at Hamden or Wembley or St Petersburg or Seville Because you're not going to see full houses At least not in the group stage of the competition But we're better with some fans, and I believe there's only 2,600 Scotland tickets sold for the, the two home games, if you like. Better that than none. And don't take my word for it. Listen to what Steve Clark's been talking about. It. You know, he's in the papers this morning saying they might be limited in number, the Tartan Army, but they will be vocal. They will back the team. And it could be a 12th man for Scotland in the games against the Czech Republic and Croatia. Yeah, I think it will be exciting. You can just hear that in Craig's voice. He's absolutely delighted. To uh, be able to, to go along and support the, the nation And um, I just think, I'm like Roger um, As long as we get some fans in there It is really hard times just now A lot of people going to miss out On a fantastic occasion But we'll all be cheering on From the homes, watching on TV And the lucky people inside Hamden They will be making as much noise as they possibly can I just, everybody talks about The England game, obviously Because it's England I just so looking forward mm. to Monday for the uh, the home game the Czech Republic Just the start of the tournament For Scotland To see them coming out there And the lads that are going to Represent us In this tournament They must be so excited as well Gone. Eng- fantastic England must be running scared I noticed Phil Foden's gone and Modelled his hair on Lyndon Dykes For the occasion <laughs> So I mean that, that, I think that tells you Everything you need It's actually a bit like yours well, it's it's yeah, it's like it's Modelled with two Manchester City legends You know he's obviously seen the pictures of Daz the corridors of the Etihad They thought I'm going to have a bit of that uh, Craig so when you are Sitting on your hands Or whatever it is you'll need to do To, to keep a, a composed outlook on the game What are you expecting on a footballing side of things? Uh, I genuinely think uh, That they're playing some really really attractive football More uh, forward thinking Rather than like sitting back And then trying to catch one on the break I genuinely think we'll actually qualify Into the next round I think they're playing absolutely brilliant And uh, Stevie Clark he's, he's done an absolutely fantastic job uh, With a bunch of boys that he's got So fingers crossed We begin in the next round Fingers crossed indeed And I promised myself uh, We wouldn't get carried away Roger And we wouldn't say anything That we might live to regret But just looking at the groups last night You probably want You don't even want to win the group do you? You want to finish second Because that gives you the The supposed easier tie well, in the you, next you, round you And that's fi- me officially getting Miles ahead of myself You want to finish third Because if you finish third You're a fair chance You'll be back at Hamden In the last yeah, 16 yeah. But I mean oh, second is better than first Which is interesting for our group Because if you win yeah. our If you win our group And this would apply obviously To England who fancy it you're then going to play the second be- the second place team from the group which involves France, Germany and Portugal. Yeah, or Hungary. Or Hungary. <laughs> but listen, what, no disrespect say, for any will, Hungarians we listening. Will, we will never have a better chance. Never before have any of the finals games been played in Glasgow. So we've got two games there. 
We're taking on a Czech Republic team who have beaten the last three times we've faced them and who are racked with central defensive injury problems. They lost 4-0 to Italy the other night. They looked awful. Uh, we play Croatia, who have never beaten us in five games and look a sort of pale imitation of the team that got to the World Cup final three years ago. Um, they were sluggish drawing it home to Armenia. They lost 1-0 in Belgium. Could have been more. Um, so neither of those nations have really had a great build-up England haven't had a great build-up either But you know the quality in the England team We've a real chance, Gordon, in the last 16 at least Craig, just do me a favour, will you? Promise me that if you get huckled away by UEFA officials for overstepping the mark You promise you'll give us a call from from the jail cell? Uh, it depends if I'm allowed to take my, my phone in with uh, no, You get, you get one phone call, you'll be fine Good man, it'll be good to speak to you That was Craig in Thornley Bank Let's go straight back to the phone lines And bring in Jerry, who's in Motherwell Hi Jerry. Hi guys, how you doing? Not bad at all, what's your point? Uh, two points really One, uh, actually it was some points Alex Ray made last night Which were very good um, And it was really backing him up um, One was based in Scotland um, Scoring goals um, I think there's two different things about Scotland. Um, we've never been known for scoring goals. Uh, like three and four and five nothings. When it happens, it's like once in a blue moon. And I think the best thing that we need or that we can have is a strong team of players playing for each other in their own positions or in their best positions. And that's where I think we're at our best. And I think that, for me, that's where Stevie Clark has got us sitting just now. He's got a team... He's got a squad pulled together. Um, he had his conundrum at the beginning was Tierney and Robertson. He seems to have sorted that out no problem. Um, I don't. He's also brought uh, McTominay back into midfield, mm-hmm. playing him in his best position. I just wonder what the panel think about that. I don't see us. For example, we played Luxembourg there at the weekend. We won one nothing. I'm sure there's many fans out there that saying. Against 10 men We should have scored 3, 4 and 5 But have we ever really done that? Yeah, it's, it's a fair question we, I mean, we certainly should have Gordon In the sense that I mean, the chances were there You're talking mm-hmm. about You know, clear, It's not as if you're not creating those opportunities Well, I think that's a plus If you look at a game And you create chances That's a plus, Gordon Because as a striker And I played as a striker as you know You always no, come you've, up You've mentioned it yeah, once or twice yeah, I'll go through my goals uh, One by one shortly um, But as a striker you're always saying to yourself As long as I come off the pattern and, and know that I've had a couple of chances Or whatever And whether you're missed or not Because you know that These chances come around again Next game Possibly mm. you've got to put one in the back of it I think Jerry's right I think Steve Clark's built The foundations of a team Very difficult to beat now We've got a system That works And the players are comfortable with it We can create chances We've got good players Especially in the middle of the park We've got two uh, Two wing backs Willing wing backs, mm-hmm. maybe I'm I'm only saying two of the two that's obviously start the game, Gordon. And obviously there's Patterson, there's O'Donnell, people like that. But the two that start the game, willing wing backs that will go high up the pitch and put good balls in and give the centre forward good uh, service. I think first and foremost, be difficult to beat, create the chances, and then hopefully you know Dykes come in for a little bit of criticism. Oh, I should have scored more goals or whatever. He's getting himself into chance. Adams, to me, can take chances. McGinn can score goals. McTominay's got that in his locker for long range to put the ball in the back of the net. So I do think there's goals in the team. Set plays, I think we're getting a bit of, 
You know A bit of height in the back three as well It's dangerous if we can put good quality into the box at, at corner kicks So I think there's a lot of positive stuff there But first and foremost I think Steve Clark what he's, It's the old Kilmarnock style Be very difficult to beat And then if you can grab a I'll take a 1-0 Three games I'll take a 1-0 There's not a problem with that but I do understand that people look at Scotland and think, right, we don't score enough goals. International football is a lot harder to score a lot of goals because you're up against the country's best players. So it is a lot more difficult. And it's, listen, two defeats in 16, that shows you how difficult Scotland have become. But, but you're right, all, all the points you make, you know, whoever plays the wing-back roles, they do get high up. They get into goal-scoring positions. You know, Patterson had an effort, I think Robertson had an effort at the, the weekend. Look at the chance McTominay gets into the box. You know McGinn gets in the box. I think he scored ten international goals with thirty three or thirty four caps. So he he's a threat. I like the look of Shea Adams. I think Shea Adams gives the team something they didn't have before, and I was really impressed. And you can see, oh, it's just Luxembourg. You know Luxembourg aren't the worst team in the world. I thought they linked up well. You know Dink, Dykes set up Adams' goal. Adams then puts through Dykes for the incident that involves mm. the red card. So they do seem to have struck up an understanding. And it wouldn't surprise me if Steve Clark starts the two of them come Monday. You want to come back in, Jerry? Yep. Um, I totally, totally agree. I just think uh, the Scotland team just now is just set up to, to an extent where the guys, I think uh, Gordon said it at the beginning, uh, they know where they're playing, they know their formations, uh, they know the structure. Um, and Gordon said there at the end, uh, sorry, Roger said there at the end that um, they just seem to know what they're doing. So it wouldn't be a surprise if he plays with two strikers. It's um, to get their chances. And if we take our chances, great. But at the end of the day, if, if we're winning one nothing or we're drawing nothing each and we're still in games, I'm not, you're never ever going to throw that away. I mean, that's it's still a positive, you know. I like it. Um, the, other, the, other, the other thing I wanted to talk about actually is Jack Henry. Okay. More specifically, right? Uh, we get mentioned last night. I just think he's an underrated player and has been for some time in Scotland. Uh, I don't know. I'm going. To, I'm, I'm setting myself up here to be shot down, right? Um, but I remember guys. I'm not that old, by the way. But I remember guys like David Neary, who I think again was an underrated player, different different era, uh, but a fantastic centre half um, for the United in Scotland. I just see, for me, that Jack Henry's got a lot of uh, potential to be a great player in Scotland. And my disappointing thing, the disappointing thing for me is, I just see that in Scotland, we still seem to go down this route of um, picking the same types of players uh, at club level. Uh, and also at international level, up until now, uh, where he's now involved in the squad. He scored a great goal. Uh, against Holland um, two games back um, he's went out to Belgium to to find his feet after not being able to fit in at Celtic um, I've been reading the papers or reading the uh, reports today there's talk of him getting a permanent move out there for 1.5 million and then there's talk of that not being lasting long. that's not going to last long because the bigger clubs will come after him after the, the Euros I just think they'll get so much talent out there in Scotland that we we don't we don't utilise it. We we still pick up the same old traits of if you can run faster, if you're bigger. Um, I don't think Jack Kenny's like a big robust centre half, but he's a, he's a for me he's got skill and he's a player. He's also very quick as well, which I think is is part of the reason why he's got a real chance of 
of playing this week Do you know what Some good points raised by Jerry At perhaps slightly the wrong time Because we're running a little bit late So we'll have to get travel with Stephen We can maybe revisit some of that Thank you to Jerry. We'll take more of your calls after these You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here And for the second night in a row There is an air of positivity ahead of the Euros I can barely believe it There's still plenty of time For you to either get involved or to change that 01419511025 We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, Kyle for instance sending in his starting 11 He's got a fairly predictable look about a lot of it He's gone Nathan Patterson in there He's got Billy Gilmore in He's gone Dykes and Adams uh, Up front Mr RFK says Could we get a petition sorted to have Daz Gordon DL is the official mascot for Scotland He will drive the woman mental in a kilt And with that huge honker I hope he means oh, nose Let's move on swiftly I've this, never is, worn a kilt. this remains a family show Whether the Euros are on no, or not I've, I've never, never had a kilt on Seriously Never ever that's, I'll tell you what Producer Callum Never oh, We're going to change that one. During the Euros surely the Are they a Gordon tartan? Yes mm-hmm. Oh, right, There will okay. probably be a DL tartan as well I would imagine No No I don't imagine that So in all the weddings You never had a kilt on once No No Never and if you like it this summer, it was always raining. Because we we will set that up this summer. If you like it, then when the next wedding comes around, you could you could stick one on. Oh, certainly that's just round the corner. Yeah. That's, speaking from experience, I know there is a there is a Gordon Tartan for sure, but yes. I think there might even be DL as well. Yep, producer oh, Callum's showing me. I'm loving that. Oh, this red oh, shade. Yeah. I am. That will just bring out my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm loving that. There will be someone will be listening that's going to set you up with a kilt for because we're going to be out and about and doing lots of exciting things during the Euros. So. What would, 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 would you wear on your feet? Are there special shoes? Oh, yeah. Well, it's up to you. It depends if you want, or if you want to go for the more. Yeah. You could go for a more casual approach, though. You know, you could just go the Scotland top and the kilt and whatever you like. <sighs> your sketchers or whatever it is you wear. <laughs> my golf shoes. My sketchers. You see that? Well, that's, that's what we've got on right now, is it not? Yeah. yeah right, see, uh, you made that as if I was. Me and Jamie Redknapp, we'd wear the shoes. No, he's got a blue one. He's really yeah. patriotic. Scotland blue. Too mm-hmm. fashionable. Gentlemen, right, let's bring in Scott and Paisley and see what he's got on his mind. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? Are you okay? Yep. You well? Yeah, I'm fine, fine. Hope you're all, hope you're all doing well. Uh, I think Stephen Clark should um, maybe start Plumble, Gilmore and Patterson. Wow, all three? Yep, definitely, definitely. Every year, not in the last 20 years right enough but time, I, I can remember back in the day when we were qualifying and we'd always stick to the same people the same games the same dependable lot every time and we don't get anywhere it's time maybe to just shake it up a little bit and bring them in what do you make of that? Well, uh, uh, the way that Scott's going there with his team then that would mean they'd need to leave out one of the strikers um, and probably play McGinn off uh, the striker, bring in Turnbull, Patterson, uh, sorry, Turnbull, Gilmore, and McTominay as the midfield three. I, I think I think other people will think of that as well, Gordon. There's a bit of energy into that, but I can't see. I'm with Roger here. After uh, football's about partnerships, and some t- they don't come along too often. You know, you hope your two centre halves, and I know we play by back three, but in a back four, you hope your two centre halves. Hope your two midfield players have got that sort of a understanding. And if you play with two strikers, you'd really want them to hit it off. And I agree. I think Adam and Dyke seem to enjoying each other's company up there. I think they're starting to know each other's game. If we're going to be positive, 
then I think he'll start with his two. I don't think Turnbull will start. I get I get what Scott means and that sometimes we throw these kind of generalizations out there, Roger. And I wonder if it's time though that, that we acknowledge that that, that maybe we're not as, as guilty of these things as people would have you believe. Scott's talking about you're not always kind of picking the same people and, and we should freshen it up. I'm sure I read the other day we used more players in qualification than any other nation in this tournament. Of every single country in it, we used the most players in qualification. So that, that, that that's a fact that backs up or that, that contradicts this idea that we always pick the same people. Stevie Clark has tried. He has given people a chance. People talk about often, you know, oh, manager's been too loyal. There are loads of guys that have been left out that have been in squads. Take Lee Griffiths and Callum Patterson and Ollie Burke and the, the, the list goes on. So... I wonder if we're a little bit hard on ourselves when we accuse the national team of always picking the same people or being too low. Are we actually? And then we've got the guys who miss out injured, you know, Jack, McLean, McBurney, etc. Actually, I heard an interview with Alan Hutton the other night. And Alan Hutton was saying when he played for Scotland, he probably did pick the same players all the time because, frankly, there were only about, you know, 11 or 12 or 13 or 14, and they were well ahead of the rest in terms of quality. I think the team has evolved now to a situation where Steve Clark has got a lot more good options. He can change the team around. We are talking about, you know, possibilities there. There's Scott talking about David Turnbull in the team. Would you believe that, you know, we've got all the way through this debate so far, no one's mentioned Ryan Christie, the or guy Stuart who actually Armstrong. scored the goal, or Stuart Armstrong, or James Forrest, or Ryan Fraser, who I think scored the winner against the Czechs the last time at Hamden. So that just shows you the amount of options Available now to Steve Clark. Scotland are in a good place for you know players going forward from midfield to front, if you like. I think they're in a really good place and be fascinating to see how many of them get a turn during the finals or whether if we win the first game, does Steve Clark just stick with what would be a winning team? I mean, Scott, so to, to fit them all in, as Gordon says, you don't want to play Dykes and Adams who, who misses out to facilitate all these guys. I would, uh, oh, I would keep, I would keep Adams mm-hmm. up front to to um, uh, put Dykes uh, back in the subs bench. Bank, but uh, as you were saying there as well, uh, like he's used a lot of players to qualify. So I kind of answered my question as well in a way because he he has shook it up during the qualifications. Yeah, I mean something. Using so many players. Yeah, using so, so many players. So can he not shake it up and do the exact same that when he's qualified and and doing the exact same? Yeah, I mean the thing is whether we'll ever get the amount of freshness or the mm. amount of of shaking up that that people want, I, I I don't know. But if if you go through what's a likely a likely starting eleven, for instance, if the tournament had taken place last year, Shea Adams wouldn't have been in it because we, mm. we didn't know if, if he wanted to play for Scotland. And Jack Hendry wouldn't have been in it Because mm. all of a sudden he's kind of come back from nowhere Grant Hanley actually Although he's got a lot of caps Had spent a long time out of the team Then you've got the ones that have come in Because they're young The three that everybody keeps talking about So I feel like there are A, a disproportionate number of people Accusing Scotland of sticking with the same people When actually I wonder if that If, if that's really true No I don't I don't. If, if we go and Get a, a good result Monday, Gordon. I don't think automatically Steve Clark will look at it and think, oh, I'm going to stick with that. 
I think he's got players there for certain games uh, against opposition. And you know Steve Clark, he'll do his homework, of course he will. And he'll have certain players for the different oppositions and how the style of football they play as well. So I don't see Scotland, whether they got off to a fantastic start, get the first victory and then go down to Wembley and think, right, we're playing the same start in 11. I think Steve Clark's more open-minded. I think he just looks at the game, game by game, What's the tactics? What do I need in the middle of the park? What do I need at uh, wing-backs? What do I need at centre-backs? Do I need two up top? You know, if you're going playing in England, for instance, at Wembley, it's a brave man to go two up top against England. He might just go to the one up top and one off formation. So I think because of the personnel, Steve Clark's got a lot there in his locker that he can change. He can move one or two mm-hmm. players about. And the good thing about it is... Whether you leave out, say, Gilmore, or you leave out McGregor, or you don't play Turnbull, you've still got that talent and abundance to come in and freshen it up and make sure that they give you a spark. You're not you're not just bringing in average players. You're bringing in players that are good competition just now because there's not many people that will sit down, get a bit of paper, write the team down, and mm. everybody will agree with it. We're all got our different opinions. I think... Like I said Roger I wonder if the, the team's possibly moved on A lot more recently than, than people w- would realise Two years ago almost to the day Two years ago to the day um, Nearly Was that 3-0 defeat to Belgium Remember yeah. it? The team that night had Charlie Mulgrew in it Scott McKenna Greg Taylor Kenny McLean Stuart, um, well, Stuart Armstrong obviously he's still involved Ollie Burke And Johnny Russell And on the bench John Souter Stuart Finlay Graham Shinney Eamon Brophy Mark McNulty the, the team that, that was only two years ago So there actually well, has been Quite a change since then Gordon The night in Serbia That we speak about The penalty shootout I saw a picture the other day In one of the papers About the night of qualification And the picture had Lee Griffiths Kenny McLean Callum Patterson And Lauren Shankland in it Only McBurney perhaps as well uh, Well, Yeah I think he would be involved mm. in, that, in that trip as well That's only November yep. So you see the evolution in the squad Nobody then was talking about Nathan Patterson, David Turnbull, Billy Gilmer As being not just serious contenders for the squad Serious contenders for the team uh, Shea Adams had not declared at that stage So you know he's come in Like you're talking a couple of years ago Lyndon Diggs was still Australian a couple of years ago So the, the evolution of this team has been quite remarkable And Steve Clark's got it to a good place Scott, good to hear from you Let's bring in David and Wisher And see what he's got for us Hi David Hi, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call. A pleasure. Uh, Take listen, if I've not I've not watched Scotland playing yet. I've listened to the radio, right? I'm going to be a wet blanket here. Uh, I'm not convinced. No, Gordon just talked about the, the different players. They've got plenty of talent there in the park, right? Maybe we've fell we've fell foul for too long. I mean, I'm 64, you know, and I'm listening to you. And you're taking me down, men with lame. If we have a good result against the Czech Republic on Monday, good on us. If we go down to England, if we go down and play England and we get a draw and we don't get a hammer, you know, think about it. I'm not convinced. I'm definitely not convinced. So we- just, just, just to be clear and, and revisit what you said at the top, you, you've not really watched Scotland recently, but you're not convinced that we're going to have a good summer. I'll, 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 I'll rephrase that. I, 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 I love Scotland, but I've, I've not seen them in the television to watch them playing yet, right? Uh-huh. Okay, but... Uh, Someone inside me tells me I'm still not convinced yet. Now, Stephen Naismith was talking about about Steve Clark there. Steve, I mean, if that's a job to talk about uh, on the on the radio and that, 
They do the talking in the park. I wish them all the best, definitely. I'll be shouting for them with my with my cup of tea and that and biscuit watching them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still looking, Vince. We'll have we'll, listen. We'll, we'll have something stronger if you, if we win. I'm sure, David. Um, well, listen. You don't, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be convinced. It is a very tough group. I don't think we should fail to yeah. acknowledge that. Listen, uh, we've been here before when. We've packed out Hamden uh, to wave um, Scotland team goodbye and uh, we were convinced that we'd come back with the World Cup. I, think I feel like this is a little bit different, if I'm yeah, being honest. but I think that I'm convinced because I, I can't remember... Well, OK, it's been a long time since the tournament, but as a squad of players, I don't think we've been in a better position, Gordon. I think we've got good experience. I think we've got young players that are fantastic talents with will play with no fear. Um, I think we've got a manager that knows how to organise How to get every, everybody together There's obviously a terrific team spirit there Of course you're going to need a little bit of luck Because you are coming up And I know Roger rhymed off there uh, You know the, the Czechs and obviously Croatia got a bit of problems But you're going to have to need a bit of luck in tournaments And if we can just get that little rub of the green With the talent we've got I... I I'm really looking forward to this. Usually I'd be a little Billy David thinking, well, we got here, great, let's enjoy the, the moment. I'm expecting a little bit more. And I think one of the things that will help us as well, the Croatians, the Czechs, have both decided not to base themselves here because of the COVID issues in Scotland. Um, they will be flying in and out three times, twice to Glasgow, once to Wembley, going back to their home countries, basing themselves at a training camp there. That can't be conducive to... You know, good preparations. Scotland's preparations are fine. Steve Clark's taking them out the way, based in the northeast of England. They'll come up the day before the game in the bus. They'll go away that night. You know, back down there. Everything really is looks to be falling for Scotland. It, it's a very mm. strange phenomenon oh, no. for us to be looking this... forward with confidence, with belief, and actually looking at it and saying, really, you know, we can't ask for any more by way of positive preparation. This is an emotional roller coaster. This show, you two have got me feeling optimistic. We've pretty much mm. got it one names on the trophy, and David has brought us crashing back down to earth. I don't mind that. More of your calls next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. Uh, your parody Twitter account, Gordon DL's mm. stupendous snout, has been on, and they've given the nation what they wanted after the discussion about you. Uh, wearing a kilt He's been busy on Photoshop He's got you mocked up In the old DL uh, Tartan kilt He's even He's found a picture of you Right wearing a navy Jumper playing golf I don't know where this picture is But this guy's found this picture Of you on the internet And because it's navy He's done a brilliant job He's put the Adidas badge On one side The Scotland It looks like you're wearing An official Scotland training kit The CU Jimmy hat on The kilt I, I quite like it I think we can make I think we can make that A reality this summer my golf shoes as well that's what I'm saying It's a picture of you playing golf that he's, So he's, he's just dressed he's me photoshopped. up I'm looking actually not too bad in that <laughs> I, I, I think Anyway let's speak, to, let's speak to James Week number four I'll be delighted with that picture Let's speak to James and Paisley What's your point tonight James? Hi how are you doing? Um, so it is a positive call But just to start kind of slightly negatively I was never a fan of Steve Clark's football I felt it was very negative at the beginning Some of the games in the, the group were really hard to watch against um, Israel. The, the Czech pub team absolutely hammered as we managed to scrape a 1-0. So I was never really a fan, but he has started to change. But in that change, I think it's because he's now having to play Billy Gilmer. He has to play Nathan Patterson. 
there was a, there's been a phrase on this show that I've heard loads of pundits say that Stephen O'Donnell's never let um, Steve Clare down. And that's fair enough, but never letting you down doesn't mean you're the best player. There was a marked difference on that game the other night when Nathan Parson came on. He was, the, the game was higher. He attacked. He's got a better football brain. He's working with better coaches. He's younger, fitter. And Patterson and Gilmore have to start the first game. Roger? Um, listen, this is going to be an argument right the way through until Monday. Do you agree, though, with what James says? Um, I think Patterson now... Offers a little bit more than Stephen O'Donnell does I agree you look at his performance in the second half You look at the performances that he put in For Rangers in the second half of the season When he came into the team um, If you're using that as your yardstick Then Gilmer would need to be in ahead of McGregor Because on form Gilmer is playing better than Callum McGregor Callum McGregor's had a difficult season um, Gilmer's finished the season strongly In and out the Chelsea team Involved in a team that won the Champions League final 10 days ago Brimming with confidence Looked good in the 27 minutes Or whatever it was He got in the pitch at Luxembourg At the weekend Before that horrible challenge um, It'll be fascinating to see What Steve Clark does Because he was bold enough To put Gilmer And Patterson And Turnbull Into this enlarged 26 man squad I think the three of them In the minutes they've had in the pitch Have all enhanced Their chances mm. of starting But Steve Clark He's been pragmatic in the past As James hinted about In his terms of the way he does things I, I tend to think that he Will veer towards O'Donnell and McGregor Starting the first game Do you think the preparation James How much of a part do you think it plays Because th- there would have been An alternative set of circumstances Where Nathan Patterson was Available to play against the Netherlands Better opposition Maybe get some game time and Luxembourg didn't go down to 10 men and, and provide us more of a test Now I'm, I'm not, that's not Nathan Patterson's fault I'm not saying that y- you hold that against him But w- Stevie Clark himself has maybe not seen as much of, of him in these last two games as, as we would have liked Do you think that will play any part? Uh, I think so yeah And I do think he is very sentimental And he's, he's going to be kind of loyal to the players that got him there But I just think well, this, this is presenting as way a really really good chance to get through You have to play your best players now, if the PSG right back or the Bayern Munich right back suddenly became available for Scotland, he'd be on that. He'd be in that squad, and he'd probably be starting. So, looking at it like that, Nathan Patterson is a better player. I'm sure Stephen O'Donnell's a lovely guy, but Nathan Patterson gives you more. You saw when the game, when we played the game, we we just played up 10, 15 yards higher. When he couldn't cut in, he would start again, bring the ball back. He was going by players. He's got, and he's just, he, he just looks like a, he's been working with better coaches for a longer period of time. And he's, he's just younger and more athletic Billy Gilmore is five steps ahead of everybody When he was on, that, when he was on the park he's, He knows where the ball's going before he gets the ball to him He's just, he controlled it I feel like Callum McGregor And it's no disrespect to him I'm sure he's a lovely guy as well But see when he's in a Scotland jersey He's chasing shadows Three, three times out of ten he had a good game I think that Billy Gilmore has to start over McGregor I think when McTominay and McGinn are next to McGregor He, he just looks outclassed I think we need, a, we need Billy Gilmore in there to control it To pull the strings he just, Those 27 minutes He's played better than McGregor has in the last five games I wonder if James though, we're, being, we're, we're pre-empting it and being a little bit unfair on Stevie Clark right? say, say he does pick uh, Callum McGregor And he picks Stephen O'Donnell is it, is it not a bit easy to say I think the word you used there was Sentimentality or not, Sentimental or Something along those lines If he picks them Right, rightly or wrongly, even if, even if it's the wrong decision for you, and it's the wrong decision for me, and it's the wrong decision for everyone else, he will be picking them because he feels like they're the best player for the job. He, he, 
you know, is it a bit unfair to label it as sentimental? Well, because like, like I said, look, it might it might still be the wrong call, but it could just be that he feels they're more experienced and he has had more training sessions with them and they know their roles uh, better than the guys that have just come into the squad. Like I say, that doesn't need to be right for you. You don't need to agree with that logic. But he'll pick who, what he thinks is the best team. He won't allow sentimentality to come into it, will he? Well, I think he, I think he does, and I think managers have been prone to be doing that in the past, of course. But look at Kelly and Mbappe as an example. He comes into the, the on the scene in France. All of a sudden, he's playing in front of Giroud and all, and all these other strikers that are more experienced and they've been around the world and they've played for teams throughout the world that played at a good standard. But Kelly and Mbappe is world class. So Kelly and Mbappe starts. Now, I'm not saying Nathan Parsons like that, but. I think if you watch Stephen O'Donnell play for Motherwell and you watch Nathan Patterson, the, the, the limited time he got at Rangers, and or Billy Gilmer where he played for Chelsea, they were dominating games in that position. There was no fear. They attacked. I feel like you can use the Holland game as an example. I know um, Patterson didn't play, but the first 60 minutes we played really well. We attacked Holland and then we made the substitutions and it was back to the old Steve Clark football. There's the ball, come and get us like we did in the group. I mean, Israel, we, we were playing against Israel and we let them have the ball till they scored and then we started playing. The Czech, as I mm. said, the Czech, what was it, the Czech fourth team or whatever it was, absolutely hammered us and we scraped a 1-0 win. It was like, it's just, it, we need to play these players who are playing with coaches who know how to play with the ball at their feet. They attack, they've got a good brain and they can go forward now. I get what you're saying about sentimentality and experience. And they've, they've got us there. No, that's fair enough, but... There's better players in those positions mm. now. No, they, no, no, that's the thing. I actually agree with that, Gordon. Like, yeah. I, say, I just wonder if there's a subtle difference, though. If he picks play, if he picks Callum McGregor, you can't get inside Stevie Clark's head. You can't say that's purely sentiment, whether you agree with it or not. Whoever he picks, it will be because he thinks they're going to do the best job. One hundred percent. Now, James makes an argument there, and I'm not disagreeing with the ability these boys have got. You know, if you see Stephen O'Donnell at Motherwell, and then you see Patterson at Rangers, well. International football is completely different Look at Andy Robertson for instance One of the best left backs can about With Liverpool And people are on this show Criticising him Saying he shouldn't have been the team For for Scotland So if, if he was going down that line It's automatic You know about Robertson as well But I, I think it's a great headache for him to have But you're right Gordon He will not look at that He might look at the fact that The amount of games that Patterson played Coming into the scene You're talking about the other night Against Luxembourg Parsons a fantastic player. Gilmer's a fantastic player. It's a great, it's a great headache to have. Me personally, I think he will go with the team that he thinks will fit into the system and everything the way he wants to play in the first game. And I think Stephen O'Donnell will start uh, wing back. Mind you, there wasn't a lot of sentimentality when Shea Adams decided he was Scottish. That's my point He's there No Lee Griffiths No Lauren Shankland That's exactly it Are we being selective With that accusation Because if if Stevie Clark Was as sentimental As everyone's accusing him of being Liam Palmer would be in the squad And Nathan Patterson Wouldn't be there at all Andy Considine would be in the squad Lee Griffiths Lauren Shankland We I think we just maybe Throw that word around Too Too loosely And Do we also maybe overlook That this is where I'm kind of stating the obvious here This is why You managers are the, the ones that have to put your, your head on the block So to speak Because They're training every day If Nathan mm-hmm. Patterson is, is blowing Stephen O'Donnell away And training every day oh, get I, I like to think St- that Steve Clark will notice it If Billy Gilmore's mm-hmm. running all over the top of Callum McGregor Every day in training I like to think Stevie Clark will notice it They might not be And it's worth just bearing that in mind 
I think you're right. And I, I, look, we've got great opinions. We can listen. No, to I don't opi- know about that. No, you can listen. To opinions come in. We've got our own opinions. Who we'd play. How you'd like your style. It depends on the manager. How he looks at the Czech Republic and thinks. Right, what is my best team to go and win this opening game? And that's the most important thing. It will not be judged on well. Stephen O'Donnell. I had him at Kamarnock. He's played so many games for me at Scotland. He's trained. He will believe that he is the best player on that day. Now, we can either agree or disagree because Parson is brilliant. McGregor has been magnificent for Celtic. Is it Gilmore, who's a terrific talent? That's why he gets paid the money. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. The couple of weeks off caused havoc on Beat the Pundit last night. Alex Ray didn't even know that our old pal Jim Duffy had gone to air. He didn't know that St Mirren had signed Curtis Main. He's been spending too much time out in his garden. So I wonder if you two have been swatting up. Beat the Pundit is back and it's your chance to come on here and get yourself a victory. 0141 951 1025 and the lines close at 7 so be quick. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon D. and Roger Hanna are here. Honestly, look at like like he's an oil paint. I won't say who it is because it's unfair in this body shaming day and age. He's looking at the TV and a footballer's on, and he's going, "Oh, he's not the broadest, is he?" He's standing there like like Brad Pitt over in the corner with your sketchers on. I'm not having that at all. Uh, right, it is that time of the night. We have a little bit. Of, well, we like to have a bit of fun throughout the the entire two hours, but let's do this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. If you are just joining us, lots of discussions about Scotland. Six days to go until Scotland men's team play at a major tournament. How good does that sound? If you want to talk club football, though, we're here for you. Rangers fans, what do you make of that news today about Jermaine Defoe? He signed a new deal. He's going to remain at the club in a player coaching role. So what do you make of that? Getting some more business done there. Celtic fans it's the the same old story at the moment isn't it regarding the waiting game in the managerial vacancy lots of talk about guys like Odson Edward and Christopher Iyer and Jack Henry so if you've got club football on your mind we would love to hear that as well but in the meantime let's play Beat the Pundit David is in Uddingston how's it going David? Not bad how you doing? Not bad at all David Uh, you know what you guys always speak to the producer first obviously then you come on and the producer has left me a little note and it just says David thinks he'll probably lose but wants to give it a go anyway (laughs) Yeah, tell no, me I do know bad when, I, when I'm on it Usually I listen to me, uh, When my son on it football We usually do not bad But Is, we'll your, son, is, he, is your son listening tonight? No I'm actually I was on my way home from work And I was driving through the services And I thought You know what I'm going to Get a wee phone This so. is perfect So see if you're hopeless I, Don't I, tell I, him right I'm Don't tell him <laughs> Don't tell him you played Don't tell your boy he, You played if you're rubbish <laughs> Right And it will never get back to him We'll just uh, hide it right uh, Robert did win last night though Like I say There was a bit of rust In the pundits last night You've had a couple of weeks off yeah. I've been I had a bit of downtime I left you to it I trusted you to keep mm. up your homework I didn't know And I came back again And this. found it I'm not going to lie to you But Shambolic But we'll see how it goes Yeah Remember everybody's listening David Don't embarrass yourself Heads it will be Roger Just Hannah. keep saying pass Is Roger still on minus one During the no, summer No oh, you can't we put him to minus Is it minus two Okay still minus one That's the word I'm getting From producer Callum Right heads it's Roger Minus one tails It's Gordon Diel And it is Heads It's Roger oh, minus one oh, David, David Get out of the services Quick <laughs> Put the foot down When you go home Right <laughs> I'm going to give Roger Some Clyde Two to listen to Which means it's just you and I David Your boy will never know No pressure on Are you ready? 
Right, ready? Good man, 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Ange Postacoglu is currently managing a team in which country? Japan After Craig Gordon, which current Scotland squad member has the most caps? Pass What country does former Rangers and Hearts player Danny Wilson currently play in? England Which Glasgow Park will host the Euro 2020 fan zone? Glasgow Green Who became the head coach of Dundee United yesterday? John Duffy Who's the only current Scotland men's team player who plays his club football? You've got a bit of time Name the only current Scotland men's team player who plays club football outside the UK Not that much time, David Pass. Right, okay, let's bring back Roger. Can you hear us, Roger? Yeah. I can hear you now. I, lo- I love watching Daz when, I- when I've got the headphones on, listening to Clyde too. The facial expressions oh. are brilliant. He gets really involved. You, he know, does. you know, they say that when you're watching a game, you kick every ball. He yeah. kicks every question, yeah. if, that's, if that's such yeah. a thing. Right, you ready now? You do start on minus one. Are you ready to go? Ridiculous. Yes. 30 seconds starting now. Ange Postacoglu is currently managing a team in which country? In Japan. After Craig Gordon Which current Scotland player Has got the most caps David Marshall What country does former Rangers And Hearts player Danny Wilson Currently play in USA Which Glasgow Park Will host the Euro 2020 Fan zone Glasgow Green Who became the head coach Of Dundee United yesterday Thomas Coates Name the only current Scotland men's team player Who plays his club football Outside of the UK Jack Henry And ex-Celtic player Lubo Moravchik Is from which now Defunct country Czechoslovakia Okay, okay Imagine, I, imagine oh, we had asked you that question Oh, no. oh, oh, oh it would have been so good that, that was written for Gordon DL, wasn't it? Producer oh, Callum, let's be honest so glad uh, David, how do you think that went? Uh, well, I think I've got to have to decide it was my son tonight, I think <laughs> well, we'll wait and see We'll wait and see You got off to a good start You both knew that Ange Postacoglu oh. is currently managing in Japan Which means you're still one up Because Roger starts on, on minus mm-hmm. one Uh do we need a stewards inquiry here After Craig Gordon Which current Scotland player's got the most caps I would have thought it would be David Marshall as well But it's Andy Robertson I was, I was going to say David Apparently Marshall, it's Andy Robertson According to producer Callum I, I trust him What did David say? Um, what did David say? Billy Nah he passed um, So still one up To David Roger You did eventually equalise Danny Wilson plays in the US of A For who? Colorado Rapids Colorado yeah. Rapids So you're level You both knew That Glasgow Green Will host the fan zone So we're still level At this point mm. uh, You gave him his Sunday name Which is fine Tam Courts Thomas Courts The new head coach Well you see You're Tam When you're manager Of Kelty Hearts But you're Thomas you're United Thomas When right, you come okay. into The Premiership With Dundee United well, wait, I actually I took more interest Than I usually would In a Dundee United Club statement No offence If they're listening But I, I was keen to see How they referred to him And I think at the start It was Thomas And then it went to Tam Midway through Maybe I've made that up Anyway You got it right So you're now in the lead um, The only current Scotland men's team player Who plays outside the UK Is Jack Hendry And Lubo Mravchik Is indeed From Czechoslovakia So one, two, three, four, five, six for Roger Hanna Minus his one Takes him to five And I think it was a Two for you David He did alright at the start He he, he sprinted away from you At the end Hard lines Thanks very much Cheers David Good good effort David Sure your son wasn't Phone in on Thursday Andy Robertson's got One more cap than David Marshall There we go We shouldn't doubt him We should never doubt him There we go So 45 to 44 Uh, How would you have fared there? You would not have got Czechoslovakia I can guarantee that There was two There was two I, I, I was with Roger I went David Marshall And 
Jack Kenner can get Do, Does that mean Robertson goes into the Hall of Fame In the quarter final But Marshall needs to wait To the semi-final To get to the Hall of Fame I think the good thing is Once you get to the final It will just be you know, there'll, be no, be there'll be no doubt about yeah, it anyway and, yeah. and we can celebrate that way as well So that's fine Um yeah, let's go back to the phones. Like I say, if you want to get involved in the Scotland discussion, I mean, that's clearly what it's all about this week and for the next couple of weeks, so that's absolutely fine. The more the merrier. There is always plenty of time on this show, though, for club football as well. So, Jermaine Defoe staying on in a player coaching role at Rangers, what do you make of that? Anything on Ange Postacoglu or Watson Edward, Christopher Iyer, Jack Henry, these are the types of names that are being discussed by you Celtic fans at the moment. So, whatever you've got, give us a call and uh, it'd be a pleasure to speak to you. Let's Kick off the second hour with Nadim, who's in Livingston. What's your point tonight, Nadim? Hi, Gordon. Hope you're well. Good, thanks. Um, um, my, yeah, my, my point was, um, about, I mean, it's not actually food, uh, football related in terms of actually on the pitch, but I was a bit concerned that Stevie Clark has said that um, he's allowed his players to go home and, and to be with their family, or I don't know if it's going home, but to, anyway, to spend time with his family, uh, with their families, sorry. Um, a bit concerned about that because obviously you know um, they can easily pick they can easily pick up COVID and as we know already with, with John Fleck and the other six players that that had to to stay behind and, and miss the the Holland game, um, you know one or two you know um, positive cases can affect a, a full squad. So if anyone were to pick up a um, a, a positive case, you know um, then that, that that would mean them and maybe even more you know who, who, who had close close contact would need to then possibly. Miss the Czech Republic game Which is really a, mm-hmm. a must win Probably if they have any chance Of going through in the group Yeah Roger What do you make of the The preparation if you like Stevie Clark's clearly trying To strike that balance Between You know I'm sure they're trying To keep the players safe But maybe Just spending a, a couple of days With family He thinks that can be Can be beneficial Yeah listen I know, I know the point Nadim's making um, I, I don't think there's a right way At all to go about it I thought Scotland And I said it in the show Last week with Andrew after John Flake tested positive and the six lads missed the, the first game against the Dutch, I thought they were increasing the risk of exposure by going on aircraft to Spain and then over the border into Portugal and then over to Luxembourg and then coming home. Mm-hmm. You know, could they not have based themselves at Lennox Town or Rock and Howie and stayed in a hotel outside Glasgow or something, try and minimise what goes on? But the, the more you think about it, you, you can you can you know get down with COVID. Anyway, look at the Spanish squad who, who were in their bubble. Sergio Busquets has tested positive. A lot of his teammates are self-isolating. Things have got so bad for them. I think they've now named six players on a standby list who might have to come in before the weekend if, if the situation doesn't get any better. So you really can't pick this up anywhere. Um, it, it's difficult. The players have been away now for uh, quite a few days, away from their families. Hopefully, they're going to be away from their families for another few weeks now. So... I think it's reasonable they're allowed to see their families and is it better for them to go home than it is to bring the, the wives and girlfriends into Rockcliffe Hall and kids into Rockcliffe Hall and, and, and leave, you know, expose the team hotel to it. You know, if you're away hmm. individually, at least it would only be individuals who were being exposed to it. I think life's difficult for everybody, Gordon, on, yeah. on all sorts of different levels at the moment and you can, you can kind of understand because being away... I mean, it's, it's clearly a dream, right? To, to be involved in a tournament, but but there will be times where maybe a little bit boring, you know. And especially now, I think I'm right in saying the players are all they've all been rooming on their own this time because mm-hmm. of COVID, so they don't, you know, maybe a bit bit more isolated. C- can it be beneficial to just get a couple of days with your family, recharge that way, 
feel back to normal a little bit But obviously with an added emphasis of Don't go out if you can help it And, and stay as safe as you can I th- And Yeah I think I think the players would have been sat down Gordon explained all this to them um, Look everything's a risk uh, I think obviously there'll be a lot of thought going into this Steve Clark with her spoke to his medical team The doctors, everybody concerned The players will know exactly what they can can't do um, I do understand it um, It would be an absolute nightmare for MD in the tournament It's bad enough for a player that You've waited for so long You get the build up to the tournament The excitement of the tournament And say you pick up an injury Well, you've just got to accept that It's the same with this We've lived with it now for over a year and a half and uh, we're just keeping our fingers crossed because Roger makes a lot of great points there. It just doesn't matter if you're in that bubble. It's just one mm. of those things if you've got to catch it. No, to be I'm fair talking. to Nadim though, he, he's talking about controlling things, Nadim, aren't you? And, and then that way you, you can know where they are at all times and whatever else. Yeah, I just think, I mean, I totally agree, you know, and I, and I take on board, you know, the, um, Roger and, and Gordon's points. I just think if you, you control it a bit better, you know, and then you've got a much less chance of... Of, um, of of getting the virus and, and I mean Roger's point is totally totally spot on in terms of you know when you're over in Tenerife and you know in, in, in the training camp there you know you have to fly over all the contacts at the airport you know and the hotel and all that I just I just exemplifies the chance again but I just think if they just maybe you know planned it a bit better and and, and I, I don't know you know maybe not had the time at home just just you know just as you said God and yourself it's an absolute I mean it must, it must be it's every boy's dream. And, and every woman's dream, I suppose, but, but, you know, maybe if, if, if they're that way inclined to, to play for your national team, you know, how amazing would it be if, if we all got a chance to play for Scotland? You know, so, so for them to be, you know, you know, a few more days, you know, without their families, you know, I don't think that's that big a deal, if, especially if it means that, that you know, the, the whole squad can, can play and, and they can have the best players. I, just, just I, one, I, I, do get, I do get that, right? I, I do get that. But how many, not just Scotland, how many tournaments and you know, different teams, different tournaments across the years have retrospectively. The team said that one of the main things that held them back was they got the they got the environment wrong. They got the team environment wrong. They were either they were either locked up too much, or they had too much freedom, or the wags, as they're called, were allowed in, mm. or they weren't allowed in. Yeah. It actually is a really important part of tournament football. Is getting. getting I, the, the, I think the, as a manager and a right. coaching staff, you've got to get that bang on now. I think you're right. It's such an important part now. I know we didn't Nadine saying, and everybody's thinking. Do you know what? How great it must be to be in that lovely hotel with the facilities they've got and everything like that. I've been away in these trips for five days, seven days or whatever it may be. And it is. After, you can only train so much. You can only sit there. You get your meals obviously prepared and everything. You've got a lot of time on your own, Gordon. And now because of the COVID, usually you used to share a room with someone so Mm -hmm. you could be sitting there and a bit of... Now you're on your own and... I totally understand it. Um, I can I can see the benefits of it, um, but unfortunately, I, Nadine makes good points. The fact that we, we run a risk is with, uh, with everything just now with us. But I think Steve Clark would have looked so so closely into this and decided this was the best way to prepare for it. And fingers crossed, everything goes well. People are tuning in to hear. Clyde won super scoreboard and, and not loose women Roger So I don't want to go too, too too far into this type of stuff But take Stephen O'Donnell for instance Who was in this studio And there'll be loads like him He was in recently um, Who um, He's got two young children One very young You know that, that, that might That might mean a lot to these guys To just get home It's yeah, easy sure for it us does. It's easy yeah. for us to say Ah come on You've got all the facilities Great go and enjoy yourself 
you know, it, it might just be the difference for getting some guys in the right headspace. Absolutely. Listen, I, I couldn't agree more. Going back, seeing the family, seeing the wives, seeing the girlfriends, seeing the kids, and what have you. You're, mm-hmm. you're absolutely correct. I think, and the team makes a good point. I think it would be naive of us to think that Euro 2020 will pass without yeah, some true, kind of COVID episode. Um, I hope the tournament's not spoiled by it. But with all the travelling to, I think it's 11 different cities now. Um, all the flights, all the bus journeys, all the hotel stays, the number of players involved, the number of coaches and staff involved, I think we'd be naive to think that all 24 nations are mm. going to escape this untouched. You get the final say, Nadim. Hi, I don't know if you can still hear me. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we've got you on, you go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I take everybody's uh, views on board. And I, I, think, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure Steve Clark's got a, 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 a backroom staff that's planned it meticulously well. So. So we'll go with that, I suppose, and just hope for fingers crossed we don't get any any positive cases. Just one last point before I go, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of um, the, what we're talking about, you know, I think earlier on in the show, uh, some calls talking about how we play. Um, we played pretty well against the Dutch, and we didn't play as well against Luxembourg, and, and I totally get that. But I think that's always been Scotland's way. We we play really well against the you know the bigger teams, and we always struggle against the, the teams that we expect to beat two, three, four, now. So, and the teams in our group. You know, luckily enough, I think are are probably you know just as good as us or better in terms of Croatia and, and England anyway. So I think I think because we play better against the bigger teams, I think we'll do well. Really looking forward to it. So we're going to lose to Czech Republic and Croatia, batter England, but still lose on goal difference and get papped out. That's what Nadim's telling us. I don't like the sound of that. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you to Nadim. We'll speak to Malky and Pollock next. Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Roger Hanna are here It's 0141-951-1025 If you want to get involved And that's exactly the number Malky in Pollock has dialed What's your point tonight Malky? Uh, I've got a couple of points mm-hmm. My first point is uh, The boys were saying earlier about uh, The boy Billy Gilmer In a game before Callum McGregor Billy Gilmer's only been on the scene uh, for the last 10, 11 months. Callum McGregor's been on the scene for about 8 or 9 years. So I think the experience would get him a place before a young boy. Do you not buy into that old phrase, if you're good enough, you're old enough? Uh, no, well, is Callum McGregor not a brilliant player? No, I didn't, no, I didn't say he wasn't. I'm just saying generally. You know, but so, so to what extent do you... Do you, do, you know, do, you, do you extend that logic If Billy Gilmore was the best 19 year old in the world Now I know I'm, I'm getting a bit Exaggerating here But if he's the best 19 year old in the world But he's just come on the scene Then you would play him wouldn't you It's far for the best 19 year old oh, in the I world know that, I know that I, I, I said that But the point I'm trying to make is you, you are The way you framed your argument was That Regardless of how good he is The inexperience means that Callum McGregor needs to play Oh Callum McGregor's a brilliant football player. It's not that Callum McGregor's mm. very experienced, but he's not as good as Billy Gilmer. Callum McGregor, in my opinion, is a better football player than Billy Gilmer. Billy Gilmer's only a young boy. But Billy Gilmer's been doing it for four, five, six years. Then you can mm. say, aye, the best 23-year-old or whatever, he should be the team before Callum McGregor. But Callum McGregor's never let us down. Well, that, by the way, that's the thing. I, I, I don't even disagree with that. Callum McGregor's been brilliant for Celtic. He's had good games for Scotland as well. I suppose the obvious question would be when you're... Just to come back on what you just said, Malky, you said Callum McGregor's a better player than, than Billy Gilmore. Do you think Callum McGregor would get in the Chelsea squad? In my personal opinion, aye. Without a doubt, aye. How would they know? If, if Billy Gilmore can get in it, Callum McGregor would get in it. 
Callum McGregor was on it. Malcolm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not arguing with you over uh, Cal McGregor because Cal McGregor, yeah, I that's, think uh, you're totally Bally right. Gilmers. I think you. Bully Gilmer's an ex Paul McStay. Paul uh, McStay was a young boy when he broke into the Celtic team. He was good enough. Paul McStay was capped at 18 I think he was scoring goals For Scotland at 18 as well So if, if yeah. he can get in at 18 I'm sure, Billy Gilmer, I'm sure Billy Gilmer can get in at 19 And that Billy Gilmer's development Is not a slight on Callum McGregor's potential You make a point about Callum McGregor Getting in the Chelsea squad Maybe he could, maybe he couldn't but Do you think uh, he would? Just now? Mm-hmm. I actually have doubts as to whether he would I think if Callum McGregor I don't think will leave Celtic this summer And Simply because so many other players will And I don't think there can be a complete clear out The Celtic need to keep some players um, Otherwise You could maybe see Callum McGregor going to a Leicester City And you know playing for Brendan Rodgers again But I can't, I can't see him going playing for Chelsea Listen I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about Celtic I'm talking about Scotland I'm talking about Callum McGregor playing for Scotland I'm not talking about playing for Celtic But Malky if you're going to come on And by the way I don't even disagree with you I just like the argument But if you're going to say Callum McGregor is better than Billy Gilmore We are bound to then mention What they do at club level Because that's where we see them That has to come into the conversation In my opinion Billy Gilmore's been on the scene At Chelsea First team Run about the first team For the last what, 11 months Frank Lampard was there 11 months or something I was always in the background But the last 11 months He started to come on Callum McGregor's been doing it For 7 or 8 years I thought <laughs> Uh, listen, I don't think there's any rights or wrongs here Because I agree with a lot of what Malky's saying about Carl McGregor I think he's a brilliant talent I really do I do think that he's not had his, his greatest season, Gordon uh, Like most Celtic players uh, I think the boys played you know, a hell of a lot of games At times he looked a bit tired to me I think it'll be a case And I don't care Let's, uh, Malky, I'm going to honestly I do not care if he goes with Gilmore or McGregor, I think he'll choose one or the other. What will happen is Steve. If Clark, you were in charge, who would you pick? If I was in charge right now, because of I think that Gilmore's a bit fresher, Gordon. He's a bit more on the scene. I think McGregor's a bit tired looking to me. I think he's had long seasons. He's hardly missed a game. The boy. Um, I would probably go with uh, Gilmore, but that's that's not against. Cal McGregor Cal McGregor is A terrific talent You've got to pick one Malky will pick McGregor And I can see All the arguments for that And I can agree with a lot of them But in my personal opinion Right now on Monday I would probably go Gilmo Malky that, that, Well I, 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 I like to disagree with him uh, Daz has got his opinion I've got my mm. opinion uh, I think McGregor should be mm. A first start Set it out so I should. Yeah. So I think Billy Gilmer should be so I'll be doing it Steve Clark who he thinks is best. There just becomes a point, and like I said, Roger, I don't think people would be outraged by any means if Cal McGregor plays. Cal McGregor's a very good football player for, for Celtic and Scotland. I'm just talking about the, the the kind of logic of it. At some point a youngster might whoever it is, whether it's Gilmore or not, whether it's Scotland or not, mm. at some point a, a youngster will come in and the ability will speak louder than the experience level. That's just the way it has yeah, to work. Yeah. I mean, I assume Malky's a Celtic fan. If you want to think about, uh, take Kieran Tierney. Emilio Izaguirre was a very popular Celtic left back, very good, loved. But Kieran Tierney was just 
just there and better and, yeah, and it, the experience well, listen, didn't matter I, I in can, the end I can take you back many years ago Billy Urquhart was a loved Rangers centre forward <laughs> man. The, 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 what the man, a name that is the man to my left came in and took his place took that and coveted number 9 jersey and, and, and the rest is history listen you're right Malky's right Paul McStay 18 come into the Scotland team we touched on Jude Bellingham 17 in the England team I think Jaden Sancho was 17 or 18 you know if you are good enough I think managers now Disregard the age Disregard the experience I think And I agree with Malky I think it'll be McGregor And McTominay Starting against the Czechs At Hamden on Monday afternoon He also but said If you were in charge You would pick Gilmore Did I? Or he no, did Was it him? Or well, what would you do then? I, I think I would start With McGregor and McTominay But I think Gilmore Will be involved heavily During the tournament Okay thank you Malky 01419511025 We are on Twitter uh, as well at Clyde SSB If you want to get involved uh, Over there Let's bring in David Who's in Cumbernauld Hi David Evening panel How's it David? going? Uh, I just want to ask How far do you think Scotland can uh, Realistically go in the Tournament uh, I know We are Scottish And I, obviously I will say that But I think there's a chance We might be able to go all the way I think um, We've got one of the Really better midfields On the team uh, And the Tournament. I think she Adams He's scored in just about Every match he's played for So if you Quickly climb up that All time goal scoring list And I think it's just The whole Error in the team It just fills me Full of hope And confidence And if Greece could do it A few years ago Why not Why not us Why not You know I, I like the optimism And that's so all I, I like the, the David's confidence makes me a little bit nervous I must mm-hmm. admit So I don't know Where do we strike the balance Between optimism Confidence and well, Keep my feet in the ground well, we, we all seem to be very confident and uh, positive and full of belief So you could chart a path If we finish third in the group Which is surely, you know, possible for us You could have a last 16 game at Hamden If you're at home, can you get through? You know, you look back to Portugal winning it five years ago, Gordon They drew all three of their group games They only managed through into the knockout phase on goal difference As one of the best Four third place finishes I think they needed A penalty shootout They then needed Extra time To get through To a semi-final And the semi-final Against Wales Was the only time They actually won a game In 90 minutes In the entire tournament Seven games They only won one game In the 90 minutes And they won the tournament So anything's possible David mentions Greece in 2004 Remember the Danes Coming off the beach In 92 Mm. And they took the place Of Yugoslavia Right at the the end And and won the thing So anything is possible For now I think I would settle For history And getting out of the group Yeah I mean Yeah I think that's ambition I don't Let's not get carried away here It's been quite a turnaround To go from 23 years We'll never get Uh, to a tournament again (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what No I I don't mind The optimism to an extent Um, What what I think we can agree on Is that The format of this Gordon Look at Roger's Spoken about Greece Is a very high profile example Portugal The previous winners Did they not draw All three group games saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry you mentioned that one uh, Wales th- These are the teams That have all Kind of You know not you, you, you don't even have to perform Particularly well in the groups To get out of them Then luck of the draw And all the rest of it Where's the balance between Aiming high But Balance, not getting too Ro- far ahead Roger's right The balance is I think that We'd be So successful If we could qualify Gordon Is it in us? Yeah possibly is Will we need a bit of luck? Of course we will there's A lot no, of luck Let's yeah, right, right, okay. okay. But there's no doubt in that uh, But I'm not getting carried away Because um, You're right It's taking us so long to qualify I'm not going to sit here and say Oh we're going to win it But 
Everybody hopes There are surprises You can go back to Leagues that have been Won with Leicester Against massive teams With massive uh, Money And they achieved that uh, But I can't I, I just If we can get If we can get out of this group If we can qualify from that I do believe we'll have a good tournament Let me say that I think we're good enough I think we're ready I think we're organised We're very difficult to beat If we can get a bit of luck And put the ball in the back of the net Create the chances Then I think we'll have a real good tournament But I'm not going to go And sit here and say I think we're going to win it And will you wear the kilt for every round? Yes Good you wash it, dry clean it in no. between. Sleep it. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> on the recliners. I'm very sinister about the tone and the way he said that there. Um, David, who do you, you pick one player for me, David? Just as a, I'm, I'm intrigued. If you were to pick one player that you think Scotland's most important, who would it be? Uh, it's between Lyndon Dykes and uh, Shea Adams for me. I really do think Shea Adams has been a breath of fresh air in that team. And uh, Lyndon Dykes, he's really helped the team where we were going through the qualifying rounds and it's just the, the whole team seems to have that togetherness and the way you like to see a team playing that they know each other they know where everybody's going to be without having to look up I don't I know we are Scottish and we'll say it but I honestly do think they might get further than a lot of people think Good on you David I don't mind that at all why not aim high and, and see what happens over the next couple of weeks um, I'll maybe resurrect that one a bit earlier on in the show and in, in the coming days in terms of who who is the one main the, the the one guy the first name on on our team sheet. I'd love to get into a good argument about that. You two can just give me your suggestions. Do you want mine now? Yeah, like I say, um, I'm going to bring it back later in the weekend. Yeah, we I've got do two, it a bit more detail. One, right? You need to pick one. I don't even want you to mention another name. McTominay. Wow. Okay. David's actually stolen my thunder, Adams, because he'd be the hardest player. Really? He'd be the hardest player to replace. Mm, okay. And that's a good, it's a good one. I'm going to come back to that because I might go Tierney. I can, I, 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 I can, I can hear Tierney's. I can hear McGinn, perhaps. Um, I just think in, in, in all those areas, you know, we've spoken about the right wing backs. If anything happened to Andy Robertson, Tierney would just be shuffled out there. I would have thought. Um, and there's plenty of yeah, replacements. Hearts. I get yeah. You know, if, if it's McTominay, as Daz says, then you just play Gilmore and McGregor. Mm. You know, if it's McGinn, there's an Armstrong or there's a Christie or a Forrest or a Fraser. I just think if you lose Shea Adams, okay, it's a struggle. I, th- I think you've got to keep the ball, and I think that McTominay's brilliant at it. Uh, I think he's brilliant in Manchester United. He can score goals. He can play in that different mm. position, and his range of passing for the danger man that Roger said Adams. I like his attitude as well. Yeah. See when he was. Ready to fight anybody the other night For annoying his teammates I loved that I thought that was great Let's bring in Andy Who's in Wisher Hi Andy Hi panel uh, Good evening Thanks for taking my call God. Pleasure Tell you what, I actually know I crashed the car there Listening to one of your callers Called Malky And I'm guessing he's a Celtic fan He says that what, what gives you that idea Andy? <sighs> talking about He's talking about McGregor Being the Chelsea team And I was like Oh my god Am I hearing this guy right? Um, basically McGregor's not kicked a ball since Brendan Rodgers left Celtic and I'm a Rangers fan but I try to stay impartial as possible. McGregor's a really good football player but I think for me I think Gilmore's got to go Ben in front of him basically. Um, I think even if McGregor's top his game then I'd definitely help McGregor all day but he's not kicked a ball all season for Celtic and like I said he's not kicked a ball since well in my opinion since Brendan Rodgers left Celtic. Um, Nathan Patterson as well I think the boy O'Donnell's done really well I'm not funny. I'm not funny. I don't know if I'm totally honest, but I think when he's been asked to do a job for for Scotland, he's done he's done well. But I think one of your callers spoke about it earlier, but um, you be the players coming in, and I think the boy Patterson's a pressure. 
a breath of fresh air. And same with Turnbull. A really great Turnbull. I think he's a great player as well. So I'd like to hear the panel's thoughts on that, please. Yeah, I think we've got good uh, good options, uh, Andy. Um, I, I do agree that if McGregor was back to his best, and the only reason, in my opinion, and it's only my humble opinion, is the boy's played so many games. He's played football for the last, what, how many hundred games he's, he's played in so many years. It's incredible. 212 since 2018. There you go. That is a lot, a lot of football. And I think that that's where Steve Clark will take in the training sessions and look at Gilmore. If it's going to, Now, we've not had the argument that if you don't play two up top and play McGinn off of one of the strikers, you can get McGregor and Gilmore into that team. So I just think that he'll look at it, he'll see how McGregor is, because Andy's right, McGregor is a fantastic talent. Let's not get carried away here. But what's happened is we've got a new kid on the scene that everybody's excited about. Everybody knows his ability. He's down at Chelsea. He's just broken through. He's part of that squad. He's in that squad every single week. Uh, and it's exciting times. And I keep going back to it, Gordon. Steve Clark will pick the right person mm. on the day to think that he'll get that there job There was done. an inevitability about this, Roger. I don't mean to spoil all the positivity, but there won't be many countries at the Euros that are as divided as us. When it comes to football It would be nice to get through the next two weeks Without bringing team rivalries Or preconceptions into it And worrying about who plays for who And, and whether that influences oh, your Listen I'm sure there are I'm sure <laughs> in the Czech Republic Just now they're arguing over Whether Slavia players Getting ahead of Sparta players I'm sure down in Manchester They're arguing whether it's Raheem Sterling of City Or Marcus Rashford of United mm. don't, don't put us down Gordon Okay Now is that it? I thought you were going to elaborate no, listen, it's a good thing If people want to come on the show that This is what make, makes it great We discuss it, you know, at, at work at the Sun As to who should be in the 11 You'll discuss it in the Super Scoreboard every night this week Who's going to be in the 11 And it's amazing no, that's, the, that's, the, the, I get that, but I'm saying dive, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to think we can do it without Having to sort of slag off the guy that you want to leave out It's just, you know, there must nobody, be a Yeah, nobody's slagging McGregor Nobody's slagging anybody, Gordon And and you're right because it's Scotland. They're playing for our country and and the Euros, and we should be backing mm. them, supporting them. Everybody's got. I don't care if McGregor plays with Celtic, Motherwell, or whatever. If Gilmer plays with X, Y, and Z, I'm going with the player that I think probably starting the tournament. Mm. The now it looks the best on have forum. We, for have, me. We, have we had Kenny the Jambo on this week demanding Craig Gordon start ahead of David Marshall? Oh, we'll maybe get to that later in the week. Andy, we'll give you the final say on this one. I think quickly just what Gordon said there, you're, you're, you're picking players on form. I don't think McGregor's on form, and I think that's why we should go with Gilmore and, you know, change it up a bit, try to attack, attack teams rather than sitting in. Um, we've done fantastic to get there, but I'd like to try and, you know, kick on and, and hopefully try something different and see, see where it takes us. Great to speak to you. That was Andy in Wishaw. I did say that every night this week we're going to do something a bit different at the end of the show to just try and really get us all in the mood. So we'll do that next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Now every night this week we're going to end the show by playing Scotland songs to get us in the mood And I'm not talking about these ones from years gone by or kind of famous ones I mean songs that have been written this year The unofficial national anthems if you like So if you've got a suggestion Maybe you've written one yourself You're in a band Or your mates are in a band Or whatever it may be Send them over to me At Clyde SSB on Twitter Or at Gordon Duncan 7 
And uh, I'll try and play as many of them over the next few nights as we possibly can. We had our own George Bowie on last night with his uh, Yes Sir I Can Boogie. Uh, so it's a nice way to kick off the week And I'll do that with another one In the not too distant future Let's finish off just with a, a quick look At some of the big stories on The domestic front Roger And I think the obvious place to start Would be Jermaine Defoe He is going to be a Rangers player And a Rangers coach next season He signed a new deal His role has changed slightly What do you make of that? Um, it doesn't surprise me um, You saw Jermaine coming on At the end of the season With the Aberdeen game I think he came on and scored The last goal Um He's clearly very popular within the squad He's clearly very highly rated by the management So it doesn't surprise me that at 38 years of age He's staying on He'll probably have an even more peripheral role on the pitch You know, when you look at Morelos, Roof, uh, Itten Fashion Sakala is arriving uh, in the <coughs> summer So his chances on the pitch will be few and far between But it's good that he's been involved now He's been embraced into the coaching setup there at Auchinhowie. Um I'm not sure what level he's going in at You know, Kevin Thompson I think left the coaching setup, didn't he? To go and mm-hmm. take Kelty. the job at Kelty So I'm not saying it's, it's that role But there's certainly going to be scope in there For him to start his coaching journey And you look at the career Jermaine Defoe's had, Gordon He's certainly got plenty of experience, knowledge And know-how to pass on to the younger players there Good business as far as you are concerned Yeah, yeah great um, And the fact that he'll still be there He's always capable of coming on scoring goals Gordon uh, He looks like a lad that just keeps himself fit uh, Everyone you speak to about him Says he's a terrific professional That can only rub off And younger players coming through And he's Roger quite rightly said there He's got so much experience to pass on to these kids It must be great for them um, you know, learning under a Defoe, especially if you're in this, you if you're a striker trying to break into that Rangers team. Um, so I think that's very, very good news indeed for Rangers. And, and it's also another piece of forward planning by Rangers at a time when Celtic supporters are still waiting on a manager and a head of recruitment and a sporting director and a captain. And however many new signings, you know, look at the what Rangers have done earlier. I mentioned Fashion Sakala there, uh, Namdi Offerbors to come in. There's been new deals for McGregor, for Davis, for Tavernier, now for Defoe. I'm sure there are ones I've missed in there as well, Gordon. So they look as if their house is in order pretty well, Rangers, at the minute. Go on then, just to finish off with your newspaper hat on, what day is the Scottish Sun back page going to have Ange Postacoglu with the Celtic scarf above his head? Um, knowing our luck in the newspaper business Probably the same day Scotland beat the Czech Republic <laughs> 4-0 and, and Ange only gets a couple of column inches at the top I don't know Um, I, Listen, I don't know He's taking chance of Yokohama Marinos I think in uh, the Japanese Emperor's Cup against Honda Tomorrow, I think it's a Is it 6 o'clock Japanese time at night 10am UK time Um, I think that'll be his last match with Yokohama They don't play again until Sunday I would be very surprised if he was not here by the weekend to start his self-isolation before becoming Celtic manager. Well, that's true. So maybe the scarf picture comes after isolation, though. So maybe you're maybe you're fine. Maybe you've got a bit of time to... Yeah, that'll be the day. Or would you just mock one up? Would you just, just do a, a photoshopped effort? Look, look, Can look, you do look, that? Look, I'm, I'm not Gordon DL nah. stupendous snout. We're actually a paper of integrity. Uh, th- th- Gordon, it's not been quiet on the, the domestic front. You've seen a lot of good business being done by the likes of St Mirren yesterday. Mm-hmm. We touched on uh, your own team, Motherwell. It's going to be mm-hmm. a different front line because I noticed Devante Cole and Long. Chris Long have signed elsewhere uh, for, for Barnsley and Crew, respectively. So Just par for course for Motherwell every year, Gordon. But we get there. St Mirren doing a lot of good business, I've got to say. They've went in early, getting their work done quickly. 
Um, obviously, our attention's on the Euros, but domestically, clubs will be working very hard. Dundee United going with the, the new manager uh, that everyone's going, well, we've never heard of, lad, but sometimes you've got to give young, play, uh, young coaches an opportunity. Uh, he's been thrown in the deep end up there at Tannadice and it's up to him to prove uh, all the doubters wrong. I'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, so, yeah, domestically, it's exciting as well. Would you embrace Kellen Lafferty at third part next season, does? I think Kellen Lafferty would bring a lot. I think he would score goals. Um, I liked uh, the way he went about his business at Kilmarnock. And, uh, yeah, if Kel turned up at Fur Park, I'd be there to welcome him with open arms. And this is where they collide, Roger, because we've got the the Euros and it remains to be seen what impact if any that has on our domestic season in terms of who's there who's not who gets prized away who has a good Euros and, and even not always about the guys who go but the knock-on effect it's always interesting when a major tournament comes around what that does to personnel for the, the season that's going to follow Oh listen without doubt there are always players at a major tournament who managed to win themselves really big moves um, even going back to the likes of I remember Karol Paborski I think shining for, for the Czechs in Euro 96 and mm-hmm. getting a move to Manchester United off the back of it there's always someone um, let's hope it's half a dozen of Scottish players this summer uh, Absolutely right. I think that's probably us out of time I wouldn't want to squeeze in any more calls and cut you off before we've even got going so if you need to write down the number for tomorrow it's 01419511025 and uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Clyde SSB Jim Duffy and Simon Donnelly in the studio tomorrow Building up again to the Euros of course And we'll wait and see um, what what gets Are you, are you, are you, yeah. are you shuffling the schedule this summer? Because I'm not going to be... miss the show when Gordon DL and Simon Donnelly are together Oh, After Mark Wilson overlooked no. Gordon DL to take I've, Simon Donnelly I've to been, I've been told that I've been replaced on Thursday nights now So it's Wilson and Donnelly They'll break in once This show will go right under Good to see you're not bitter about it though It's a year on I'll be listening <laughs> tomorrow It's my bath night <laughs> There's an image none of us need uh, Right, I did say that every night this week We were going to end the show uh, By playing some Scotland songs Just to get us in the mood To do a little bit extra To lift the mood in case you need it Now I'm not talking about these Legendary ones from World Cups gone by You know the ones that uh, sort of roll off the tongue I'm talking about original stuff from this year Something that's been written for the Euros It might be a serious one It might be a joke It might have been put together uh, by a couple of pals Maybe you're in a band Or you know someone Friends and family Whatever it may be If you've got something in mind Send it over to us at Clyde SSB Or at Gordon Duncan 7 on Twitter And I will play as many of them as possible I was only going to do it this week But I've already had so many suggestions in uh, Producer Callum You can keep an eye on this And we'll maybe... Uh, Play them throughout the, the duration of the tournament If we can um, Like I said George Bowie kicked us off last night His remix of Yes Sir I Can Boogie He even got Baccarat to go and re-record the vocals Brand new, out the packet Hugh Keevans gave Malone the money Flew them out to a studio And they went and re-recorded it So that was a good way to kick, up, kick it off last week Plenty more to come uh, I'm delighted to, I mean a bit of a local feel tonight Gordon Motherwell band The La Fontaines They're up next mm, They're going to be about to play their Tune Bonnie Scotland Which they've written for this year I mean you want to check out the video for this It's got some well known faces in it And uh, I was joined by Been speaking to, to Kerr Who's their front man And just asking him a little bit About how it all came about um, It started Gordon it's, it's just meant to be a laugh man Like the rest of the nation We watched uh, that Serbia game Kicked every ball with the boys And uh, we'd started a podcast At the start of the year And uh, we were due to podcast That night after the game And we just went on to Fully emotion And thought the one thing the country will be requiring after this now, they'll be they'll be asking for us to write the new national anthem. <laughs> so 
we provided it, man. Both barrels. And the video is magnificent. Some famous faces in there, none more so than the hero of that night, David Marshall. That must have been uh, quite exciting for you to manage to get him involved. I imagine it will, man. Obviously, your good self and you as well, all, all in the video, which was class, man. Um, aye, I mean, he made it. He, he, he saved the day and he saved the video. It's to have to have him down the Calder Park in Motherwell hitting shots into him. That's that's a, a, an achievement right there, man. That's a off the bucket list. I mean, Gordon DL, Calder yeah. Park is where you started your career. That that was the Calder Park's claim to fame that it launched your career. And now David Marshall's <laughs> come along and he's just blown that out of the da- water. David Marshall in the Calder Park is unbelievable for me. That's incredible. That's where my career started. Are you feel starstruck at that? Yeah, well, that's where it all happened. That's where the fans used to flock to. Not to hear a song at the beginning, but to see me playing down the right wing on the Ashy Park. Fantastic. No, it's a fantastic effort from the guys And like you said, David Marshall involved If you want to see Hugh Keevans pretend to header a football Please go and check out the video uh, I won't tell you how many takes it took me to get him at his desk To pretend he was heading a football That's that's neither uh, neither here nor there um, But it must be exciting care for your two kind of passions If you like to, to, to be able to combine here You guys are doing great things on the music front And to be able to tie that in with the Euros And what's such an exciting time for everyone Gordon, it's the first time in 23 years we've been at a tournament, so you can't help but get, get overexcited. Um, I never thought we'd be doing a, a kind of Scottish national anthem. I never thought that's the direction the band would have taken. But listen, we're in it. We're committed. Um, um, I was. I used to apologise for a song. I, I take that back. I love it. Get involved with it, man. It's uh, <laughs> any sort of way we can we can help Scotland win. Give give the, the bad juju to the the rest of the teams I'm, I'm, uh, I'm for it So yeah Both barrels Scotland won in Scotland But I laugh on Canes Play it Play it loud Absolutely Let's do it then Let's finish the show Here it is Bonnie Scotland By the LaFontaine's
looking for a reason Why'd you pick this season? 22 years in season This year, when he suffered to believe in Everybody locked up, begging for the freedom So connect the dots If you're looking for a party, bring the scars We throw a shit dick when we host a guest And everybody knows how time was the best Compared to this Don't put the table like you took the stairs Probably make it back, they became with flares Those get living like million ills Yes, I, shift to say On the bunny banks, my heart won't lie You take the photo of me, take the high But it's on me, I mean, never